0: Welcome to Loving People to the Cross. I'm Pastor Tom Crandall. I'm so excited that you've joined us today. I hope and pray that this word from the Lord encourages you and uplifts you in your spirit. And I hope it draws you to walk closer with Him. Remember, after the podcast, stick around for one more message from me, your host, Pastor Tom Crandall. God bless you, my friend. I've got your Bibles this morning. I want to invite you to go to the book of John. The Book of John, Chapter Seventeen. It's a very unique chapter that I believe with all my heart um, is one of the most powerful times of prayer throughout Jesus' ministry here on earth. And I believe with all my heart, again, this is my opinion, solely my opinion. My opinion doesn't matter because it's not in the Bible. But I truly believe that this was one of the most magnificent moments of prayer in Jesus' time on this earth. Again, that's my personal opinion. It doesn't matter for much. But in this chapter we see Jesus praying for two things. See Him praying for God to be glorified, the Father to be glorified. Then we see as He prays, well, three things, I'm sorry, as He prays for the disciples, and He prays for the church. Throughout the years, we have come into this role game, if you will, of who the disciples really are. So I'm going to clarify really quickly. If you are born again, truly, truly, truly born again, I will guarantee you this. You, my friend, if you're a follower of Christ, you are a disciple of Christ. Your opinion of that really isn't validated nor is mine, but I can tell you what's very important here is what we're about to dive into in in this chapter. Because Jesus says something very powerful here and I think we miss it. I think we don't really comprehend what happens here. And I'm going to bring it out this morning. So my first question to you is this morning, who do you belong to? Who do you belong to? If you will, stand with me for the reading of God's Word this morning. John chapter 17, starting in verse 8, says this, For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. And they have received them and have known them surely that I came out from thee. And check this out, y'all. And they believed that thou didst send me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world. Catch that. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me For they are thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine. And I am glorified, catch this, he doesn't say I'm glorified by them, for them, it says in them. Big difference. If you will pray with me this morning. Father God, we come to you this morning, Lord, and I say thank you for another opportunity to come into your house. Father God, I say I love you this morning, Lord. I ask you this morning to move me out of the way. Let your word be spoke ever so true. Father God, if there's one here this morning under the sound of my voice that does not know you, Father God, I ask that you'll quench their heart in such a real way even now. Lord, that they will know you before they leave this place. Lord, we love you and we praise you. We give you all the honor and glory. In the sweet name of Jesus, we pray. And the church said, Amen. amen. You may be seated. There are times in our daily lives and in our daily walks that become complicated. I want us to understand something that as they become complicated, I want us to understand what complicates our daily walk with Christ. Are y'all ready for this? This is unique. We do. We make it complicated. We make it about us. Have you ever noticed that when we're going through something and we're going to the Lord in prayer, all we hear come, if you really listen to yourself when you pray, which you should, that way you know with what intention you're praying. And if you notice when you go to the Lord in prayer and you start to pray, and if the things that come out of your mouth are this, Lord, I don't know what I am doing. Lord, I don't know what is going on in my life. Lord, I don't know why I do the things that I do. We'll realize very quickly we are the problem. It's us. It's our daily walk that becomes complicated. And when it becomes complicated, we see things that are not understandable. And there are times that we are disconnected from our walk. Catch this now. I want you to understand this. We get disconnected from our walk with Christ, but not our relationship. How is that possible? Simple. Simple. How many of us, you don't have to raise your hand, but I want you to answer this question this morning. How many of us spend more time on our phone or on our computer than we do in our Bible? How many of us spend more time doing everything else but spending time with Jesus? That's when it gets complicated. That's when we get disconnected. Then then we still have that relationship. Confession. Follow me here. A confession is very easy. Did you know that you can confess, honey, to anything you want to confess to? That doesn't mean that you are that person. You can confess to be Barbara Streisand. That doesn't make you hurt. You can confess to be the President of the United States. And at this point, never mind, I'm not going to go there. Thank you, Lord. And at this point in our lives, we can confess to be the President of the United States. That doesn't mean that we are. Because you confess to be a Christian doesn't mean that you are. Well, yes, it does, because my Bible says if I confess with my mouth, hold on a minute, your Bible also says, catch this, your Bible also says that you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your Bible also says that old things have passed away and all things have become new. It doesn't say nowhere in there that we're to stay the same, that we're to produce no fruit. Yesterday, Carrie and I were watching this movie and I thought it was, for some reason, I'm fascinated with this movie. And I don't really watch a whole lot of TV, but for some reason, this movie grabbed me. And I'm watching this movie, and this guy, his family was Italian, he marries an American, he moves to America, his family's from Sicily. They didn't want nothing to do with them. And, and man, it was crazy. And the family comes up and everything's working out and it's going the way it should. And the dad walks up and he sees this olive tree planted in this little bitty pot. And he looks at his son and he says, Son, this tree will never produce fruit because its roots are not deep enough. Because the roots aren't deep enough. You've got to take it out of the pot, put it in the dirt to where it can grow and to where it produces fruit. Ladies and gentlemen, there's so many of us in here that cannot produce fruit because we're in too small of a pot. Carrie's looking at me like, what? Let me tell you that. Let me, let me break it down for you. You put limitations on yourself by your ability to walk with Christ. Because you confess Him doesn't mean that you are rooted in Him. Follow me? He says, he says this, they're mine, and I'm yours. So if we're disciples of Christ, guess what? We should be rooted in Christ. Everything that we do, day in and day out, everywhere we go, people should see Jesus in us, not just through us. Our conversations should be glorifying God in all things that we do. Well, that could get boring really quickly. What? Really? That's your thoughts? Well, you don't understand what I go through every day. You don't understand what he went through for you to have a good day. We have no excuse to have a bad day. Well, life happens. No, you let life happen. If he was truly, let me tell you this. And I told W this Sunday night. I look out here every week. And I look out at Miss Edna Ruth. And that lady has never failed not to have a smile on her face always smiling, always happy. She gives God glory in all things, not just some things, but in all things. I I tell myself all the time, if I could just have the faith the size of a mustard seed, but sometimes I've got the faith the size of the boulders on the hills in Colorado. Sometimes I I look at a situation and I don't realize, Lord, I belong to you. I don't belong to the world. I don't belong to the things in the world. I don't belong to, to what the world wants me to be. I belong to you. It's not just a confession. It is a lifestyle. And if you want to produce fruit, you've got to get out and get rooted in the Word of God. You will never produce fruit rooted in your pew, Or, catch this, you will never produce fruit rooted in your job. You will never produce fruit rooted in yourself. You will never produce fruit if you're rooted in everything else but Jesus. Who are you? Who do you belong to this morning? Who is the Lord of your life? Or should I say, what is the Lord of your life? Over the years, we have asked questions such as this, and they've been kind of frowned on. I want to say some things this morning that I want you to understand with all your heart. And we I want you to remember that we're created in His image for His purpose, for His plans, for His will. We're not created in His image to do our own thing. We're not created in our His image for us to walk around and act like the world. We're not created to, to, to get up every day and live like hell and call it grace. We're not. We I hear people all the time, they say, well, I'm covered by grace. Grace is is not a license to sin and try to get away with it. It's not. Mercy is not a, a thing that we live on the edge of hell and church and try to walk in it. Well, you don't know what I go through. Get over you. Stop making excuses to not reflect Christ, the hope of glory which is in you. Because if you are a disciple, disciple of Christ, you are His. And what I love about this, he says, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them, which thou hast given me, for they are thine. They are yours. Who do you represent when you leave this place? Let me say this. I tell the kids all the time, you don't represent just this household. You don't represent just just." The North Union Church, but you're a representative of King Jesus, and the way you walk, the way you talk, is who you represent when you leave this house. It's not just me and Carrie; they represent. It is the Father of all. We should get day, get up daily and press into God's plans for our lives. It is a simple. Waking up and saying, okay, Lord, what's your plan? I don't want to do it on my own. You're the potter and I am the clay. You make me and mold me into who I am to be for you. Are you His this morning? That's the real question. Do you belong to Him? Can you honestly say that in everything you do, you belong to Him? It is simple process of saying I read my Bible day in and day out. It is simple to say that I study the Word of the Lord day in and day out. But are we growing in the Word of God? Again, you will never produce fruit until you're truly rooted in the Word of God. Well, I've prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And i read this book and I've read this book. Have you read the only book that will feed you? Man shall not live by bread alone. Jesus said that. Do you know that over the years, over the, the months, and over the times that we have had as, as life as we know it, The life we have lived, whether it be eighty years, 90 years, 30 years, 40 years, whatever. How many ever years you've been on this planet, do you still understand that it was not the moment that you came out of your mother's womb that a doctor blew up on you and gave you breath? But it was the moment that he formed you in your mother's womb. He gave you breath. It is His breath that is in our lungs. Think about that. We are His. We're created in His image for His purpose. And He says it very plain. All I have is yours and all you have is mine and my glory is shown through them doesn't say that it is shown for them, by them, with them. It is shown through them. So I want you to understand this this morning as I am getting ready to close. And I want you to understand this very vividly. There are things in our lives, Jerome, as, as preachers, that we're not proud that we've ever said or ever done. But thank God for the mercy seat. Because when when the world found us guilty, mercy walked in. There's been times where I've said, you know what, I ain't got it all together. But thank God that I am His. Because through Him, when I start to read this Word and I go, oh my goodness, I've been doing it wrong. Lord, thank You for showing me correction through Your Word. Because at the end of the day, I am His, and He is mine. If you don't know Him this morning, I want to tell you this. I want to to talk to you if you don't. I don't care how long you've been in church. I don't care how long you've been here. If you say, I just want a closer walk, I want to talk to you this morning. If you say, Tom, I just need prayer this morning, I want to talk to you. Amen. I love you. Y'all stand with me. Hey, as Pastor Tom, I hope and pray this message touched your heart. And maybe even today you're asking yourself, Do I know Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior? You know, oftentimes in life, we find ourselves in the mix of life. And life is hard. It's difficult. But if you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and today you say, You know what? I want to do that. I want to accept Jesus I want to know Him on a more intimate level. If that's you, my friend, today, I want to pray with you. Simply just pray this. Father God, I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to send Jesus to come and dwell in my heart and to be the Lord of my life. I know that I'm in need of a Savior, and without Him, I would be nothing. Amen. My friend, today, if you prayed that prayer, I want to hear from you. You can email me at Crandall at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to send you a Bible. I want to send you some, some information on how to continue to walk with Christ. I love you, my friend. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you. God bless you.